Hi, Amanda. Oh, hey, Kristen. Okay, so I really loved this section. I, I know, I know, I broke all of these pages up, so they're like really weird. So let's talk okay, about good. Big Dreams, Daily Joys by Elise Blaha Cripe, Part Two, pages forty-four through fifty-one. So topics in this week, topics in this week's episode: big picture scheduling, reevaluating what's in your life, and building routine into your to-do list. Cool topics. Yeah. So, big picture scheduling. Um, also love constantly thinking of the, the rock and the jar imagery. Yeah. With this. That and was like, like a book in, in grammar school. Yes. And I was just like continually getting frustrated over, well, like right before we got on the, the recording, I was telling you about how for the past three weeks, my headaches have been like the worst they've been in a really long time because of the weather. Mm-hmm. And Elise has these three different types of demands that she calls them. Demands that she calls them. Wow. Yeah. I'm like really not saying my words correctly. I know English. I know English well. So she calls them external demands, which are preset dates on the calendar. Negotiated demands, which are things that we have to do, but we have like choices whether, you know, of when we can do them, whether they're like doctor's appointments or other things that we can schedule like you know you can choose Gym. when you go to the vo- the voting booth right i mean you have to do it on you know voting day or you can get your absentee ballot if you have a a place where you have a reason to absentee ballot vote they just sent us things in the mail where we can just absentee ballot vote all the time now and i'm like yes another reason i don't have to leave the house <laughs> absolutely <laughs> And uh, the last one is internal demands, things that you want to or need to get done, but you can put in, like, any time. Right. Which, when you work from home, is so much stuff. hmm Which, like, oh, my God, what a pain in the ass. And whether you have a lot of these external demands or a lot of any of these you need to figure out which ones you're going to put where. Yep. And I, like, I, I love that she named these things and was mm-hmm. like, dude, you know that you need to do whatever. You know, you, right, so you can't change 4th of July. Or the thing that we've been feeling lately, you can't change Christmas. Right. You can't change New Year's. And some jerk decided to put both of them on Wednesdays this year. <laughs> like, well, who decided that was a good idea? That, like, no, thank you. I, it, They're like, on Fridays next year. That's great. Huge fan. So awesome. Like, really looking forward to that. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a way to end the year. Who knows what 2020 is going to look like. 2019, I don't know if you've ever seen a dumpster. I don't know if you've ever seen a dumpster on fire. But if you've lived through 2019, you've seen a lot of dumpsters on fire. I get it. And so I love that, like, she's like, this shit is going to be really difficult and stressful, but that's life. Adulting is hard. 
Yeah. That's why we do this. Yeah. And like, she's a little bit less patronizing than I am right now <laughs> because I'm talking to myself. When I use my patronizing voice, guys, it's usually because this is my like internal monologue voice of like, Kristen, I'm going to speak to you like a small child because. You need it. Right. This is literally <laughs> the only way you're going to understand the words is if I speak them to you one at a time in a very slow you know i don't even know in a very slow way yeah it's also the only other it's the only way that i can understand the words coming out of my mouth is if i speak <laughs> them in a very slow way yeah what i liked about this is that i was already defaulting organizing myself in this way when i plan but i didn't have the words for it like it, that really is like an important part of understanding something is being able to put words and compartmentalize your thoughts in a way that you understand why you're feeling them and thinking them. And I feel that like, of course, there's always external demands. Like I always knew to put that in the calendar first because they're non-negotiable. Right. And then the negotiated demands, obviously the things that I want that, um, you know, schedule or I have to attend, like it was always that. And then the, the rest of the space is for that less part. But I like, I always naturally did that in my planning, but now I understand what I was doing. <laughs> right. It, it, it's that like quote unquote common sense way of doing it, but you don't understand why it makes sense until you have the language to talk about it. Right. Yeah. And so. also the visuals to talk about it. Yeah. Because since we have that like jar and we're all talking about it, we know what the jar looks like. And it's yeah. really nice to be like, oh, okay, yeah, that rock over there that is that vacation that I'm going on with my family. Right. And this big rock over here, that's the, the holiday that I have coming up. And that rock over there, that is, you know, my job that I have to right. go to for 40 hours a week. Right. And the rock metaphor is, was under her heading of like prioritizing, right? You have to put the bigger rocks in first before right. you can do the smaller things. Exactly. And like, right. Like, so like if the bigger rocks were the already preset dates on the calendar that you knew you don't have time, then you have to prioritize your other stuff around that stuff. Right. Cause like yeah. if you have a, if you have a job, that's probably where you get most of your money to pay most of your bills, which is probably one of your biggest priorities. Right. Cause if you don't pay your bills and you're probably going to struggle with a lot of things. Right. And then, you know, when you don't pay your bills, then shit piles up. Yeah. And when shit piles up, then more shit piles up. And it's the, the, the antithesis of big dreams and daily joys. Right. So we plan so that shit doesn't pile up. Right. And I love the little yellow speech bubble on 46 right after that whole, you know, she categorized, she says, getting organized is ultimately about becoming aware. So that's really what it is, like becoming aware of the space you do have. Right. Around the other things. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love this next part, reevaluating what's in your life. Mm -hmm. And it goes well with this, uh, the opt-in, try this on 48. But the thing that I love about the reevaluating what's in your life, she talks about choosing your actions. I think that's really important because if you don't, if you're not, and let's like, I'd love to talk about this in terms of reflection and our season of reflection. If you're not reflecting 
and you don't have to constantly be doing it. It's not a constant, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? Am I doing it? it but a, a healthy amount of reevaluation or reflection, whether it's quarterly, monthly, like Elise has her, you know, what's working this month? What didn't mm -hmm. work this month? Annually, you know, what's working, what's not? Otherwise, your life is going to get filled up by other people's crap. Right. And when you like reevaluate your life, you get to say, Hey, do I want this crap in my life still? And like, sometimes you do. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your friend is like, and that friend is usually me. Sometimes your friend is like, you really need to watch this television show right now. And then you start watching the television show and you can't stop watching the television show. And like, that's a piece of like baggage in your life. If you're addicted right. to a television show, then that's taking up however much time the television show takes up in your life. If you have a toxic friend, then that toxic friend is taking up however much time, you know, whatever yeah. amount in that jar. And yeah. you get to prioritize, which is yeah. what the, the opt-in is about, you know? And you get to decide whether those things are in line with your values. Like, you guys know, for me, watching television and talking about it and connecting to bring it back to my one little word for this year connecting over television is a huge value of mine and so yeah it's it's like super important for me to get my tv time in so like when she talks about building routine into your to-do list damn straight i have like my television shows on my calendar right because if it wasn't important to me to build them into my routine, then I wouldn't build them into my routine. Yeah. And I love that she talks so much about paying attention to the ebbs and the flows of your days and your weeks uh -huh. so that you know when to do the stuff. Right. And I think like that's one of the things that I've kind of learned little by little and it's yeah. I think it's one of those things that you just kind of have always have to be tweaking right I was gonna say that it's always kind of fluctuating so that you're like trying to teeter on it even though sometimes you are more steady than other times in it in the flow of it yeah and I think that's one of those things where everyone is everyone who's like I need balance they think that's what they're looking for Right. And like that, that they're going to find like the perfect routine or they're going to find like the perfect magical like calendar of like on Monday for two hours, I do this and then this and then this. And then like every mm -hmm. single day for the end of eternity, that's going to be mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And I, like that doesn't work. It, that's right. just not, that's literally not how life works. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. But to know that, like, you can tweak that every so often, like, you mm -hmm. can have a schedule. And I love that she says here, you know, having compartments for your daily tasks help you to feel more focused and can provide anchor points uh -huh. in your day and your week. Like, instead of having to have a fixed schedule, having those anchor points... It like it makes me it made me think of like uh 
like if you were a boat mm-hmm. traveling along the coast and you're like, oh, okay, those are lighthouses. I know where I am because of lighthouses. And it's like, okay, I know where I am in the week because on Monday at noon, I do my meeting with my mastermind. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday at three o'clock, I had, in two, you know, in 2009, on Tuesday at three o'clock, I had my VIP hangout. On Wednesday in the morning, I made sure to eat a really good breakfast and I did, you know, two hours of writing. And, you know, on maybe one day you have a really tight routine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it changed. Like even us, you know, we need to shift up our routine because Wednesdays aren't a good recording day for us. So then we need to shift it to Thursday because yeah, life changes. Yeah. I was thinking about how you built routine into my weekly because you decide, like you made the great idea of let's keep podcast work to one day a week. And like, you know, so that I, I, before we were like changing it every week or, or trying to touch base, but then when we anchored it at a certain day and time every week, like I really felt that anchor and it was a, I was able to like move around it because that was always there. Now it's going to switch a day, but we've gotten that routine. Like, I like that we did that. Right. And like, you don't have to just, it it, it really helps with decision fatigue. Right. Cause like, it doesn't come every Monday morning and we're like, okay, when should we meet for the podcast? Yeah. We don't have to make that decision. We don't have to look at the calendar and say, oh, there's some room here. There's some room there. We just, that decision is already made. Right. And, and it's, yeah. even if we have to change the decision, we just have to make one decision to change it right. and one decision to change it to something else. Right. Not a decision every single week because like that's, it's so stressful to try yeah. to find time to do things. Right. There's a the line on page 50. She says, when you pay attention to the flow of your days and weeks, you can match your energy level to activities. And that reminds me of that planner that you were saying you actually marked down your energy level to, which I was like, we so often don't even factor that in either. I think the anchor points helps with the energy because when you know you have something, like when I know Wednesday's coming and I need the energy for it, I find it somehow. Like as opposed to just like, oh, it's a Monday and I never have scheduled this, but it's today. Like the anchor points, I think, like when I used to work doubles as a waitress too, when I knew the double was scheduled, I was able to plow through because I knew the energy I needed to a lot for it. Yeah. It's called the momentum planner. And like, I will look at the page and I'll be like, Oh, okay. I can, I can look at the things and the things that are fives. I'll be like, that's the hardest thing. Can I do that? And immediately I'll be like, no, I can't. I literally cannot. And so I'll go to the fours and be like, can I do that? Yeah. No. And like most of the times I'll have like the days fill out and like, you know, cause I'll know like at, you know, in the mornings, I'll be able to get one or two hard things done. And unless I'm feeling really crappy, that's usually the, the, the bulk of the hard stuff for the day. Yeah. But sometimes I wake up and it's like, not getting a five thing done right now. Right. So I can just look at the, the rest of it and see like, oh, okay, well, I have energy to get something that's about a three done. What's on my list that's a three? Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so interesting to you as a teacher now, like, you know, whatever that 
the summers are obviously my open time and the flow of my day is so dictated by like myself and like the things that I have on my list or whatever. But like I, the energy in the morning is like where I understand it lives. When I'm teaching during the year, like the biggest rock in my priority is to get to school. So every bit of energy, like it's so weird how it changes yeah, like throughout the months, but duh, because you're a teacher, but like it is, it is, it's a strange thing because then you, you, you see that big rock and you see all that blocked out time to do this job. And you think that the afternoon, you know, the evening looks like there's space, but there's not. <laughs> and then right. the commute is like, the commute is a draining thing. Yeah. When I leave school, I, I'm like, oh, when I get home, I'm gonna do this, 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 an hour and a half passes. I'm not doing any of that. It's just interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that energy thing is a huge deal. Yeah. I really like these pages. They were really great. Yeah. I'm really excited for the next ones. The next Very ones helpful. are really good too. Okay. So we're doing next time 52 to? 59. 59. 52 to 59 for next week. And oh. this week, come and tell us about the routines you're building. Come and tell us. If you do the, the opt-in exercise, I'd love to know about that. And yeah, tell us what you've reevaluated. Tell us about your big picture scheduling. Share your planners if you're doing planners. All that good stuff. All right, guys. Thank you so much for chilling with us next week. And we will be back next week with more Big Dreams Daily Joys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.